0: That's the core of it. I've even thrown down paper and pens at some of my in-person trainings. You know, People think I'm gonna have lights and cameras and all this stuff and I'm like literally, they're like, what the heck's going on? I go, tell me about your clients. How many do you have? How many do you wanna get to? The mindset I take with it is scale, bail, or tweak. If it's working, you should scale it. If it's not working, bail. And if it's close within your KPI parameters, You know, maybe you can tweak it. And I wanna say something semi-controversial about that used car, not even used car salesman. I love salespeople because truthfully, they're the ones who are supposed to educate us. The problem is used car salesmen were usually amateurs and they got a bad rap, but now there's so many people, oh, I'm starting up a business. Oh, what's this week, John? We've got some hey, hey this is Luis.
1: And I'm Fonzie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the All Content right, no, is Profit like, Podcast. No, 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 no. no.
1: Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Stop, it. It. stop. stop was, the production. Okay, here we go. Hey, I'm Luis. And <laughs> I'm Fonzie. <laughs> uh, you're <laughs> listening to the Content before. is Profit Podcast, where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. But most importantly, we're here to have a
2: good time with you. So go ahead
1: to contentsprofit.com and
2: join the community that's right oh yeah i have a question for you yes are you the one
1: with the lack of sleep or what (laughs) probably
2: (laughs) hey man you know what What they say about thursdays
1: they're small fridays uh, you know solid point i I went crazy last night guess what you're gonna wake up as soon as we start talking to today's guest and we're gonna be talking all about how to become the go-to expert in your market the authority the people that people are going to be looking for you after you listen to this conversation and take action that's right. And if you listening are enjoying this episode, go ahead
2: and follow the show on your favorite podcasting platforms because every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays,
1: your episodes are dropping right on your phone. Keep it in the rotation, guys. You want momentum. That is right. And if today's guest help you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with three friends. That is your ticket of admission. Thank you.
2: Two syllables for you, my friends. Fry yay! And <laughs> We have a guest that has been long overdue. Someone that comes from our beloved PodMax family. R.I.P. PodMax. We, we miss you. Miss you. We miss. I was actually talking to Eric today, by the way. Really? Shout out, oh, Eric. Yep. What a yep, coincidence. Yep, 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 yep. Shout
1: out to the PodMax family. <laughs> Today's guest is a master interviewer and book publisher who has achieved two times number one international best-selling status. Talk about authority, baby impressive he has also published quite a few books that is mind-blowing and also with the fact (laughs) that he actually like failed english a bunch of (laughs) times growing up that's right he's also the host of
2: the expert authority effect interviews in which he interviews world-changing entrepreneurs you can
1: safely say He knows all the secrets. And we're coming after all those secrets here today. Please welcome Mm -hmm. the one and only
0: Mario Faccini. Hey, guys, how's it going? I'm excited to share with your audience. And it's so incredible being here with you. I, I, I gotta be honest. I'm listening to this. I'm like, who's this guy that's coming up? I want to take notes. I want to join you in person. I feel like we should be on a boat dancing or something. I'm sitting here in a tie. Like I am like, I I'm, love it, your it, energy. Love the show. Love everything that uh, you, you. you guys are about. I'm so glad that we got connected and you know, I I, got to just say a few things. I I don't have all the answers. I might put on a good show or whatever, but I'm still learning every day myself. So excited to be here and share with your audience the the, the, the parts I do know. Love it, love it. And just so you know, like that is the attitude that just keeps you moving forward.
1: You're like, I got to keep learning every single day, got to keep growing. And just so you know, we love the tie. We consider, we were like, should we wear (laughs) a tie? And match Mario here's, for today's interview. That would be pretty. Epic. Here's
2: the truth, Mario. The only suit I own is the one I wore at my wedding, uh, like six <laughs> years ago, and the thing doesn't fit anymore. Like I, like I need to go to the gym a little bit, so I need to, like you know, up up the game over there. So so awesome.
0: <laughs> well, I have bathing suits too. It's not like some people joke. They're like, "Is this all you wear?" Is suits. I'm like, no. This is like for presentations, speaking on stage, stuff like that. But yes. I'm equally as comfortable in board shorts. I yes. Love it. So. Let We
1: usually ask about the story first and we're going to get there, but I'm just curious, right? Because you are on brand. Every single thing that I've seen about you, you are on brand, my friend. So has that been a conscious decision of, you know, having the yellow tie? Uh, like, how, how was it branding yourself for you?
0: Uh I I honestly it's yes and no. Um when I started out I just, you know, like everyone every business is going, well I need this, I need the logo, I need the business cards, I need all these, you know, you at the core you just want to help people, but you you're comparing yourself to these businesses that've been around uh 10, 20, 50 years with multi-billion dollar budgets and mm. it's just it's can be overwhelming. So I've done everything yeah. very simply to get started and then over the years, simply refined it. Mm. And I take the same approach with uh book publishing because people are like, Oh my mm. gosh, da, 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 whatever they just, whatever overwhelm you can create. Mm. A lot of people tend to, and it's like, stop, tell me your business. Who do you help? And how do you help them? That's yes. the core of it. I've even thrown down paper and pens at some of my in-person trainings. <laughs> you know, people think I'm going to have lights and cameras and all this stuff. And I'm like, literally, they're like, what the heck's going on? I go, tell me about your clients. How many do you have? How many do you want to get to? How are yeah. you currently helping them? And then I even forced them to make phone calls because they hate that part. Uh,
2: oh. when, when can Fonzie join your uh, <laughs> your training over there, Mark?
0: I, like, are, are we doing live phone calls here in Content Profit now? <laughs> if you want to, I'm open to it. I mean, I I, I just want to add value to your audience. You guys, I mean, you're great. I'm so glad we got connected. But at the end of the day, it's like, People can get overwhelmed with all this stuff. So circling back to the, you know, I developed everything. These colors are based on my wave runner. Like if (laughs) you want the absolute truth, it's like, oh my gosh, everything is so well planned. No. No. I got started. I made a goal of helping dozens of people, got them as clients, and like four years later, people are like they were complimenting me from day one on, "Oh, I love your branding." I'm like, "What branding?" Next year, what branding? After four or five years, I'm like, "I guess I have a brand," so I kind of (laughs) just stuck with it. And there is another reason I have some callers. I might share that if you ask nicely, but it's just. I didn't overthink it in the early days and i still don't i dumb everything down despite having a much bigger budget and you know some fancy stuff yeah it's i still take the same process as 14 years ago since full time and 20 years ago since i started
1: wow
2: incredible so so here's some context for the people listening to us right like if you if you go to the video right and and what you see is it, it, Mario, you look like an awesome news anchor. Like that was our, our impression. Like the, the swagger the, man the, the fir- is real. So here's Thank the thing: you. the first, the first time that we saw you uh, was on this uh, event. It was uh, a Podmax and shout out to, to R- the R- event. rip, rip, Podmax. We may see. But you. it was an incredible event where a lot of podcasters and content creators connected, and we interviewed different people and different things. And I remember you highlighted like you were like pff, like a, a a light bulb like in the Zoom like call right, and you're like. Who's this guy? Immediately the eyes just go there Mm -hmm. and he's, the background that you have the microphone that you have like how you how you portray yourself and that's so important like and and for us is this thing right it's like the legos and the books and the contents profit behind us and the lights and the thing and that's what
1: and they're jumping up and, and down and they're jumping
2: up and down <laughs> and the music and i think those are like really cool elements but like you said you mentioned something that is so important it evolved right you started yep. in, in in this like frictionless point right that you could execute and then it started evolving slowly and it has been the same for us and a lot of people that start creating content, or they want to start creating content, they get overwhelmed, whether that's a business or whether that's a content uh, production, whether that's a book, whether that's a podcast, right? They get so overwhelmed. Yeah. And for us, that was the thing. And then we spent a whole year, like uh, next week, it would have been three years since we started the podcast. But no, we we wasted a whole year
1: because mm-hmm.
2: of that overwhelm. So thank you for reminding people yeah. that we can start very easy and without
1: any friction. Yeah. Mario, you're like the Italian godfather <laughs> of publishing, man. Like, I love it. It's, it's so cool. <laughs> and the phrase that you said, like people just overwhelm themselves like we sabotage ourselves, we're like our own worst, worst enemy. And I wrote here in my notes, stop the overwhelm because we can literally just dumb it down, make it easy for us to take action, right? Is it make, make it simple, right? And we've had that phrase actually come up a lot in the podcast, which is, it is easy. It is simple, it is not easy. Now I'm mixing them both up over here. <laughs> it is simple, is not easy. And we can, again, stop the overwhelm and just have a few things that we do well on a very consistent basis, which one of those is actually showing up on a very consistent basis like you did. And that by itself created your brand, I feel like. And now, I mean, you're
0: recognized as the Italian godfather (laughs) of publishing. (laughs) I appreciate that, Fonzie, and you know, as far as mixing up the simple or easy, it doesn't even matter because I would say 95% of business is going to get mixed up over the years Mm -hmm. as long as you wake up the next day and go, okay, let's straighten out today's problem because there is today's problem and then there's Mm -hmm. tomorrow's. But as long as you can find that joy in that... uh, I, I think if there's one thing, if you can keep that joy... And always come from a place of, I want to serve and add value. The whole thing can blow up and you're still in business. You know, people Mm. go, you know, when did you start your business? Common question I get on interviews and I go, which time? (laughs) I mean, in my mind, it's like, well, here and here, this, that, the other thing. But it's Mm. like, no, if I'm being honest with myself, that was a debacle. That was a breakdown. That was horrible. And... I'm still here. And that's when you get a chance to, you know, I think it was Bill Gates. There's this quote, you know, success. And he probably got it from someone else to be honest. So whatever fact checkers, but uh, (laughs) you know, success is a horrible teacher. It seduces us into thinking we can't ever lose. Mm. And the reality is you don't learn anything when you're succeeding. Now, by all means, take it, enjoying it thoroughly. Anything that's easy and effortless. Come here, come here right now. Yeah, bring it. But the times when it's not going well, that's when you can reevaluate and go, what didn't work? I actually take um, uh, our clients through something every year going, what did you not like about this year that you never want to take into any future years? And what did you love that you want to keep and always have and never yeah. be without again? Too yeah. often we just get in this groove, or, you know, depends where you're at. Maybe it's a rut, but it can be well, I just think I have to take on these clients just because they said they need my help. No, you absolutely don't. And moreover, just because you did something with them doesn't mean you have to continue working with them. If you fulfill the, the commitment and everything you did, maybe it wasn't ideal, but you know what? You don't have to keep yeah. doing it. We do self-sabotage. So mm. when you can get to that point of going, huh, what do I really want? And keep refining it. Mm-hmm. That's where the progress is, regardless of whatever your business is.
1: Yes, I love it. And, and that, that remind, reminds me of a quote I actually heard earlier today. Um, kinda, it, it talks about awareness, right? And I feel like is in, in a sense, what you're talking about right now. Once we are aware of these things, right, we can start moving forward. And it says, the awareness isn't healing. It's talking, obviously, about more internal things. But it's the starting point of the journey, we can move forward without it, but it's not the destination. And I feel like a lot of people like understand what you just talked about, right? But then they're like, oh, because I understand it, I'm good, I'm gonna move forward. But it's, we still gotta make that conscious choice every single day of, yeah. okay, what is that one problem I'm gonna solve next, right? And it is challenging, uh, but at the same time, it is very, very enjoyable.
0: I, I wanna speak yeah, to- Yeah, it's not so much how you know it, yeah. it's how, much are you, how well are you doing it. Mm. And is it part of you? There's a lot of stuff I know, but there's also a lot of stuff I'm working on, you know, having it second nature. There's different levels. There's the competency levels. Until you master it and can teach it, you're still learning as far as I'm concerned. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I I, I wanna speak to to the part of the failure. Right. Like, uh, you know, same with us. Right. Like we started selling stickers and we thought we were going to be millionaires selling stickers and <laughs> that didn't work out. And then we sold T-shirts and we thought we were going to be millionaires selling T-shirts. And and we didn't know who we were going to sell it to. And we're like every single person that, you know, buys it. And even when we started the agency, what was it like four or five years ago? Right. Like the initial uh, agency, same thing. Right. Like and it has evolved so, so much. And even today, right, like the, the product is like really dialed in. The service that we offer is like really dialed in, but still you can still make those choices. And we just had conversations this past week of what you just said about Mm -hmm. picking who you're going to be working with. We actually had a conversation about somebody that we quoted, like a, a type of service eight months ago and uh, you know, we just received the emails like, well, this is what you quoted. I'm like, well, it has evolved. It has been eight months since we last (laughs) spoke. So like, this is the new thing and it's way better. Right. And obviously the price increased a little bit, but, and that's fine. And those are conversations that we need to have and those things. But on the failure side, I was listening to a show earlier and they were talking about, you know, people, Taking their time to make these decisions, right? And they're talking more on the investment side or, you know, making those fast decisions whenever you're in college, for example, like, oh, that's a cool idea. Let's go execute like right now. And then, like, you, you will learn very quickly and then you move on, right? So it's like, how can we replicate that mental state? To make those decisions, right? Or or how can you create an environment where you can actually make those decisions that you are okay with failing? So in the case of investing in their in their side, they set up a, bu- a budget to invest in crypto, NFTs, different things, right? That they're okay because it's a learning budget, right? So if they if they're up, they win. If it's down, they still win because they're learning, right? But it's, so in the business side of things, how can we create that mental state on the publishing side? How can we create that mental state for us? And this is the question for you, Mario. But for us, was On the show we're like we are okay the win is just put it out there it's just publishing right it's not being perfect it's not the audience is not is for now the initial win is to put it out there well talk about 240 something plus episodes later we've made incredible decisions the business completely changed we were able to hire people with like Mm. the thing that's coming on the is massive right so it's like okay that's great place to start so for you have you had that moment in your business or like while publishing that you're in that mental state of hey let me i'm just gonna try these things and if it goes down like i'm okay with it and if it goes up great we learn and move on like do you have like distinct moments that
0: you remember yeah one of the early ones and that's a great question one of the early ones was with ads when you're doing paid ads great thing highly support it it's actually step seven of my expert authority effect process uh is advertising and The thing is, some people go, well, I tried that. Well, I tried that. There's people who come to me who are still working on their first book from a decade ago when I was doing my first one. Mm -hmm. When I I was doing my first one, they're still working on their first one. Well, I tried it. If When you commit, whether it goes great or different, you it becomes part of you, like I was saying. Mm -hmm. It might go great. It might go not. Mm -hmm. But when you go... I want to master this, and I'm going to do whatever it takes. You, you take the cap off your mentality and the mindset of, well, I tried it. I put a hundred bucks into. It. I put. Five, I know some. I know people. And I want to make this differentiator because there's different levels of business. Some people will go, well, I put two hundred bucks into that. That was a lot, and for them, it is. Other people say I put a thousand into it and lost it. And to them, that is. I've I have people that have put. Yeah, we we tried that for 10 and 20 grand mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: there's people that tried it for a hundred thousand yeah for anyone listening if you're at anywhere between a hundred bucks and a hundred thousand in ads and it's not working first off good for you for trying it but maybe set a stop gap and say yeah. we're going to invest this and try it on our own but i would actually tell you to find someone who could teach you to begin with because You'll, you'll just sit there and not know what you're doing wrong. Same thing with publishing, same thing with business, same thing with pretty much anything.
2: Yeah. I. Oh, this is awesome. Okay. So uh, I'm reading this book uh, called The Ultimate Sales Machine. Are you familiar with it? Okay. Chai home. I am awesome. Awesome.
1: Shout uh, out to Amanda. Shout we out love to you, Amanda. So Amanda,
2: yeah, we love Amanda. <laughs> We're working a couple projects with them. It's so awesome. But anyway, so so there's a part there, and this comes to you, and then I I want to hear like if you've tried something like this, right? Like so they they came up with this account and they gave him I think it was like ten grand, and they're like we have to go try this ten grand, right, to get customers and acquire things. And at the time, they needed to invest that money in uh, Facebook wasn't a thing, <laughs> so like the one of the things that they wanted to try was in radio. And uh, they're like, okay, how are we going to do this? Are we going to invest all 10 grand in like this, like one strategy? So what they did is they, they split the 10 grand in 10 chunks of $1,000. And then they tried one strategy that, mo- that one month. One different like different strat- ten different strategies assigning a thousand bucks to each strategy, right? And then at the end of the month, they sat down and we're like, what worked, what didn't, right? And the thing that you know failed, and they were like, This is not what we're expecting, cut it up, and then we continue to repeat. So now they, they got left with five things. And they're like, Okay, now we can invest two grand in those five things for the next month. And then like that, and that was an incredible approach to trying this thing. So now when like obviously that was in radio ads and, and they improved on messaging, they improved on what is the audience. They improve on these elements right so have you had an experience like that whether that's with ads or even with your business operations or or, or publishing
0: yes all of the above actually so the mindset i take with it is scale bail or tweak if it's working you should scale it if it's not working bail and if it's close within your kpi parameters you know maybe you can tweak it um the and it's interesting i i've taken that a similar approach back in 08 when I, I go, I'm going full-time in business. God help me. I'm praying. You know, I want to be full-time this time because it was the third time I wanted to go full-time. Damn. But this time I was like more determined, committed, whatever. And I was just doing everything. So I, I had no mentor or coach specifically for this at the time. And so my whole strategy was I'm going to do the opposite of everything I did last year. Cause clearly that didn't work. <laughs> And there was, there was enough chaos that I was like, okay, maybe I should refine it, but I didn't know what to refine. Shortly after I started hiring mentors and coaches for pretty much everything at the very least a training at the very, very, very minimal least, a freaking book. If someone Mm -hmm. won't invest $20 to learn some expertise on the subject matter. I mean now we have podcast and youtube and trainings and people have free courses or the 37 the 97 you know what regardless of the price point why wouldn't you even learn the fundamentals of it before you even go well i'm just gonna put money into it there were times i thought the ads were set and it was ripping through a few hundred a day mm-hmm. at the time i maybe allocated 500 or a thousand for the month and it was like holy smokes I'm glad I caught it before I left for the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same token, it's like literally one click you'll rip through the whole budget because Facebook and all the different uh, networks—they want you to spend money. Why are they? They're unless you put those stop gaps, they're not going to go. Oh, it looks like your spending's above average. We should yeah. limit this for you to help you. That's that's contrarian to what they want.
2: Yeah. So
0: they'll let that thing ride as much as you possibly want it to. So that's why I always say educate yourself first, regardless if it's, you know, honestly, a hundred bucks or 10,000. Because um, one thing I believe in is just because you have the money doesn't mean you should be wasting it. I think it was Ogilvy who said 50, 80. What is the math now? Back in the 1900s. It's crazy to even say that, but in the mid-1900s, he said, "I my ads are working, but I don't know which half or something.
1: Yeah, he was if like 50% of my marketing that. is working. I just don't know which, which 50% is the one that is working.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you're welcome to throw money out the window, but I believe we should be good stewards of it also. You mm-hmm. shouldn't hold on so tight you never let it go that you can't grow. But at the same time, I, I know people with – tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars that they'll put at something but none of them are just whatever
2: yeah I and I then- remember a story and fancy you will probably uh you probably remember this too was a uh, funnel hacking live actually uh they were sharing a story this lady put in three million dollars in ads and it's like my funnel is losing money and uh I think it was russell the the one it was like a coaching session it's like Stop that. Like right now, like what's happening? Why are you continue to do this? Right? Like we need to go back and look at these feedback loops, right? Like, uh, you know, in in our service, for example, we just jumped on a call like that. We're like, we're working with a certain type of client that our our link was an agency and we did not have contact with the feedback loops with this agency. So we weren't able to improve anything because there was no feedback. And we're like, okay, we actually need the feedback from what's happening on your end to see what happens. Well, guess what? The relationship of the client with the agency was broken because they they weren't mm. having any results, and now we're establishing those feedback loops. So, so for those people that are creating or even in their business, right, investing in ads in different like like this, like build a system inside of your own operational system to like how we're gonna be doing this. Not so long ago, for us on the production of the podcast, right, uh, we had to like put in it in our daily huddle thing. We have to go through what's happening this week on the show because is it's not just up to us anymore right like if it's out of memory great but it's not and every everybody needs to be aware of what's happening mm-hmm. and what's the feedback and why are we improving and just now we just released a couple of like new uh covers for the episodes and it's been grabbing a ton of traction a lot of attention and people are like what is this and we like, that came out of feedback loop so it's awesome how how often do you establish those in your business in your publishing like do you have it systematized like that where um or even with your clients like what do you recommend
0: Generally, uh, once a week, Um, if you're going, regardless of the project, it it really, I'm thinking back 20 years, Mm -hmm. I think once a week is a good cadence because one, it's not school. It's not like, here's your homework for tonight. And, you know, people have stuff going on. Yeah. Generally, I try to make anything that's just 30 to 60 minutes, like five, seven days once a week. Yeah. I mean, if you're going, here's 30 hours of homework you have to do. <laughs> First off, they're not going to do it this unless you're on some real aggressive plan and we both consent like, hey, I, th- I had one client. We were publishing a book back in 2014. December 8th, he's like, I want to publish a book for the new year. <laughs> you know that's in three weeks, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I know you can pull it off. I'm ready. <laughs> true and true. All right, let's do it. Yeah but that was a different circumstance. I mean that that you're on a daily cadence, but when it's a month or two yeah. project, 3 months, 6 months, whatever a year or whatever depending on the relationship, I think once a week is a good cadence because then you can go, "Hey, let's talk 30-60 minutes." Yeah. And if I if I told if I gave you all the answers of how to do your own book right now, Merry Christmas. But at the same time, if there's no sounding board to go back and forth, yeah. you're yeah. going to get stuck at some point. So yeah. that's also where it's like, Hey, I moved through four out of the five things, but what about this? I just need a little extra context that and that sense. can be five or 10 minutes. Yeah. And now yeah. you're not, you know, so I, I do more of managing the energy and the momentum and that than anything, because the reality is I wrote a one book in a day and I've wrote other ones over a couple of weeks. So yeah, and some people take years that it just depends. Yeah. yeah. That's so important. We actually experienced some sort of that
1: because at the beginning, we wanted to make our service as frictionless as possible, right? We were like, all they gotta do is send us the content. We never talk to them, and they just get the content back. Guess what? It was, a, I mean, in theory, is great. You're like, wow, I'm not bothering or m- my client at all, but you're not building a relationship with them, right? They're not yeah. seeing your face that often, so then you don't, you, you're not as valuable as you could potentially be. And when they have to cut somebody, because they have maybe, you know, monetary issues and challenges like every other business, guess who's the first one to go? We were the first ones to go plenty of times. And we were like, what is going on, right? Like, why are they cutting us as soon as they hit a a speed bump? What we decided to do is, well, let's get more in in contact with our clients. Let's talk more to, to them. Let's meet on a weekly basis, literally, just like you just said, and it has been amazing. Right. We get that feedback. We talk to them now. Sometimes we like to joke around, too. So we joke around with them. And we have now this awesome relationship and we're we're literally building it more of a friendship that is yeah. creating a stronger bond. And guess what? Now we're way more viable to their business because, yes, the deliverables are still the same is is the content.
0: Right,
2: They're better because of the feedback. Exactly.
1: They they actually
0: you're not. You're also not positioned as just a vendor to them. Exactly. Exactly. That positioning is key.
1: So, yeah, that very important point. And I want to transition here a little bit because we are running out of time. But I want to hear all about the expert authority effect because you got that thing trademarked,
0: too. So it must be pretty important. So this is my newest book in the, it's the expert authority effect publishing method. My other one is on the expert authority effect, which is the, like I said, step seven of that is advertising. And that deals more with the holistic approach of kind of what we've been talking about, how people, you know, refining your messaging because everyone goes, well, should I be on Facebook, LinkedIn, or this, it doesn't matter. If you don't know who you're talking to and you're saying the wrong things, it doesn't matter. So that's more the systematic approach of going, I don't care what you're doing, whether it's a podcast, book, live stream, whatever the case, if you're not following these steps, you're going to be running in circles and running through the pitfalls. And yeah, you can learn, but why would you want to take five or 10 years when, you know, uh, you don't need to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but what I've been doing for the last decade in five books now of my own and hundreds of helping others is the publishing method. And that is what excites me because there's a ton of books are nothing new. They've been around thousands of years. It seems like it's a dime a dozen. I, I get hit with ads all the time. I can help you do a book. I can help you do a book. I can help you do a book. It's no different than I can help you do a podcast or a live stream or yeah. a mm-hmm. website or a, just pick something spin. The, I should grab it. You have a spin, spin the, the wheel, wheel. <laughs> of just whatever the crap is someone's trying to sell. And it's like, there's none of that connection. So I I've analyzed what I've done. That's worked. And some of it, I was just keeping private because it was like, this is my process. This is why it's working. And even other publishers are coming to me going, what are you doing?
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, Hmm. Maybe I don't want to talk about this. Mm. However, I have a big goal of helping tens and hundreds of thousands of more businesses, and I can't achieve that of making a bigger dent by keeping it hidden. So I've taken my best stuff and put it in this book. And when we were talking about the positioning, that's actually chapter two. That's how important it is, in my opinion, and experience. Because again, I I joke all the time, including in the book, you know, Here, you know, people go, well, what cover should I have? What's the print? What's the binding? What's the, it's all stupid unless you have your content written. Mm -hmm. Moreover, you can have content written just like a blog post or a Facebook, LinkedIn article, Instagram, and it can be crap. Yep. So if it's not structured the right way in a way where it's positioned and you do come off as the authority, it's just another dime a dozen thing. And I've never done that moreover one of my standards is someone has to already be at that level because i have a problem with the many others out there who are going well we can do it for you we can it's like they're just they just want the business it's too special to me it's too important and frankly it's too effective i don't want to amplify someone who is like scamming people or doing the wrong things and i just Mm. made them look like a rock star unless they're already a rock star See, I go to someone else. Oh,
1: yes. Okay. That that point is so good. Be, before you can go, we like double down on that? Yeah, let's double down on that real
0: quick. I just I got a, a quick whatever comment. you want. I'm here to serve. The,
1: <laughs> yes. the cover. This of is nowhere's
0: near the realm of what can't we ask? So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah. The
1: the cover of your book looks awesome. Let me tell you. I know it's about the content that's inside and the the what we call the golden boulders that are inside there, ready to be read by by everybody. But the cover looks sweet. All right.
0: Okay. I want to double down in like. Well, I appreciate that and got to give a shout out to uh, the Expert Authority Effect publishing team. I had multiple designers work with me on it. Multiple revisions over 40. Yeah. There's other aspects. We also had the, this is the limited edition one. We have the normal hardcover. There's the paperback, the audio book. And a couple other things i have not mentioned yet but Ooh, there's a better. lot of design going in all of it and it's the same principles i've taken with the show with everything since awesome. day one so it does look cool so find i really it? do appreciate that where, where can people with find that? it ea publishing Book.com.
2: awesome we're gonna leave all the links right below so go check it out
1: please yeah I'm, um, about, I'm about to go by myself yeah <laughs> um I want to yeah, double down
0: the one you get you'll want the limited edition I'll say that yeah there's right. some there surprises I one. haven't told anyone about other than my team and some family
2: I know and the rose. <laughs> yeah. Exclusive.
1: Hopefully, hopefully we're, we're, we're trying to get, get get the secrets out on this episode it's all good. i think
2: there's something that you mentioned that is so important and i want to illustrate with a story too but the fact that you're like you work with a certain type of people like you gotta mm-hmm. be at this level so we can like even interact i remember we were um we we're actually invited to the startup weekend are you familiar with the startup weekend I've heard of it, but haven't
0: attended myself yet. Okay,
2: so in, when I was in college, I attended it to, like, put out my millionaire idea out there, but uh, it didn't work out. And then, <laughs> years later, yeah. we go, well, that idea definitely is not going to work out. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> but It'll uh, lead to the next one, though. It did lead mm. to the next one. It did lead to what we're doing now, which is incredible, right? And then we got called back to actually be mentors, uh, which was crazy. Mm. It was, like, full circle in this experience. So we were we were there for that day. And the the teams were doing their thing. They were like going, doing their market research and we're just standing up with other people. And there was this guy that had a CBD company and he was there and he was like, Total sales dude, like typical car sales, but for CBD products, right? And he's like, (laughs) you try this and this is why. And we're like, we're just having lunch and we're in this table, right? And he's like, what do you guys do? Like, you guys are two brothers, same name. And uh, I don't know, you guys talk content. And we're like, yeah, well, we actually have this type of service and we do this. And he's like, and he's not publishing. Like his company was not, it's like a big company. It was like an independent guy that was doing his thing. And he's like, well, how will you sell me? And I'm like, well, the first question I got to ask you is like, are you producing content? And the guy's like, no, well, I won't even try to sell you because like, you're like, we need the content. At first, like we need somebody that's been publishing for quite a while. We need, you know, people that believe in content, right? This guy wasn't even publishing. So that means he probably doesn't believe in content the way that we do and the way that we need our clients to believe to the, to, to make sure that this thing works. And the guy was so shocked. He's like, no, no, but sell me, sell me. And yeah. I'm like, I don't need to. I don't I don't want to sell you because like, you like. <laughs> Like, uh, on top of that, you're not going to be my ideal client. Like it's going to be a pain in the butt <laughs> trying to deal with you yeah. because there's so many people and so so much, like so much distance, right? To, to that ideal situation yeah. that everybody can win.
1: You just reminded me of a comment that one of our previous clients used to say, and I love this phrase. She said, the way you bring somebody into your business will determine that relationship throughout the business, right? will determine the fulfillment. So if you're trying to just convince Say somebody, that one more time for me, the way you bring somebody into A your, way. yeah, the way you bring somebody into your business will determine the way you fulfill them in your business. Ooh, and I want that. it's powerful, right? Because if you are car salesman mm-hmm. type of thing, just, you know, hardcore trying to convince somebody, imagine all the, all the doubts they're going to bring into your business, that, that just becomes friction right at the end of the day when you're trying to fulfill and be of service and it's just going to be a very difficult relationship but when you bring somebody that already believes in what you're doing right or they they know you and they want to work with you it's so easy you bring literally bringing them into your business is so simple and then the fulfillment is actually very enjoyable and that's that we're actually experiencing that with a lot of our clients right now it's very exciting to serve them because we're like jumping on calls, recording content, doing all these things. And when we look back, it's like, these have been the easiest clients that we've had onboarded ever because we have some sort of relationship with them.
0: Yeah, I can relate to that a hundred percent. One of our newest clients, we're doing his uh, book on uh, finances and wealth. He works with extremely well-off individuals and some of the stuff I'm learning a ton just helping you know with our process as I work with him and my team to develop and publish the book I'm like this is phenomenal and it's going on every single time we talk he's like this is so much fun I'm having a great time this and that and we're not talking about marketing and fancy like colors and typical fun stuff but what's fun is you know he's given scenarios of oh i just helped my client save 4.5 million dollars on this when he exited his business wow compared to someone else who was uh only he was going to save him 150 grand on about 20 yeah mil and wow. i'm like what is the difference here here he goes well this guy only knows how to sell this yep. he doesn't know this The stuff I do, but they're both calling themselves the same thing. I go, we need to differentiate that even more because that's the, whether it's, you know, online, offline, regardless of the business, brick and mortar, whatever the case, anyone can say the same stuff, Mm -hmm. but you do business different and at a higher level like I do. Most people are wherever, and I don't want to put anyone down. Cause I know what it's like to start. And I want to say something semi-controversial about that used car, not even used car salesman. I love salespeople because yes. truthfully they're the ones who are supposed to educate us. The problem is used car salesmen were usually amateurs and they got a bad rap, but now there's so many people, oh, I'm starting up a business. Oh, what's this week, John? I'm sorry, but you know you know the people. It's like they've done 75 things this year alone. This is the newest, greatest thing. We've been there. And it's like stick with one and come back to me in six or 12 months. And I don't care if you're making millions or not. Good for you for sticking around. Yep. Sometimes it's just, you know, I got to be honest. When I launched this. I I was kind of shocked because I'm not new in business. I've done public speaking over a decade. I've had a show I've done hundreds of, and I was just like, something's off here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, for how well people respond to pretty much everything else. I'm like, what is going on the first couple of months? I go, Oh my gosh, I have never ran my mouth about this part of my business, which has been the core as much as I'm doing. And to you, it might be new. I go, holy smokes. I go, well, watch this because I am going to be around 6, 12 months, 10 years from now. Mm. And it's interesting as time went on, people like, oh, yeah, I've been watching you the whole time. And I go, I knew it. They just weren't responding the same way initially yeah. that I'm accustomed to at this point for all the other, let's say, divisions of my business. So I to them, it was nothing different than me starting a new business. Yeah. So for anyone doing that, regardless if you've been around, if you're not getting the response, talk about it more. Yeah. And if you are starting, stick around. It doesn't matter if you screw it up or not. Ooh, the fact so that, you're that you're there a year or two later. You'll get people's attention. This yes. is so
2: powerful. I'm going to take that as an action point for everybody that's listening right now, right? Like, if like, stick to it. Consistency. Like consistency. Like that's the thing. Like, uh, we keep saying this like over and over. Mario, thank you so much for bringing that into here because, like, for us in publishing, like, if consistency was not a thing then the thing that we're going to announce on the 23rd uh, would not have happened. And that's yep. massive. By the way. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to say, but anyways, I, know. <laughs> I, I can't
0: spill the beans. And you tell me it'll be between us. Yeah, ba- <laughs>
2: baby. as soon as we hit, we hit that red button says, we, that says end broadcast. We can, we can trade secrets <laughs> We can trade here. secrets. But uh, you know, Mario, last question of your show and we're very excited because you're in this world. Like, like where will you be if you didn't publish?
0: You know what? It made the biggest impact and why Uh, not even just with my own personal story, but I get this one a lot and it's fun to answer. I still haven't changed my tune on it because I do have a successful podcast. Uh, Video is nothing new to me, Mm -hmm. but the book side of stuff, when someone goes, where should I start? Not against any of it. Look where I'm coming to you from. I'm not saying this doesn't work. But if we were to go, you have X amount of dollars, you have X amount of time. What's the best one to start with? Once this is done, it's done. You can have it. And I'm going on 10 years with my first book, Video Marketing for Business Owners. Love video. Once it's done, it's done. Every other thing I do with the show and video and uh, live streaming, all of that, you need to keep making more and more. If I just stopped right now, which I'm not going to, I would have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes, thousands of videos I've done, but there's nothing new. If you, yeah. it, There's nothing else that you can do at one time and will have the same effect that you can use for a decade. Everything else you have to keep going. So I always say start with the book because it also helps you refine your content. Mm-hmm. if you've never put that much in in time energy and money into refining who you're speaking to what you're selling them and what you're even doing that's where all the problems lie anyway yeah. it will make all the rest easier and it's not to say you can't do one in three to six months you know my one training i have i take people in eight weeks so it's not saying don't do the rest it's do this first quarter do the, this third and do this fourth and i guarantee you the one will be one and done and the rest i'm still working on it mm-hmm. i started the show years before i started this still working on it yeah, yeah. T- top a book and it's real hard to hand someone a podcast episode from stage mm. oh. let, let do this.
1: We're, we're gonna read that book and then we're gonna bring you a second time and we're just gonna like deep dive into it yes just like tear it apart in a good, in a good okay. way, of course. <laughs> I'm down for it. Love it. Awesome. Fonzie, any last words? Mario, this has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for, for sharing all the golden boulders. Um, It was a lot of fun, man. Thank yeah. you so much.
0: Mario, the pleasure's need... been mine. Wish we had more time. Love you guys. It's going to be part two. I mean, exactly. it's, it's <laughs> happening. Your wish has You're been right, granted. Part two. <laughs> uh, to be continued. Yeah, to That's be right. continued.
2: With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show. And us in your favorite social media channels at Business Go. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> and
1: if Mario here help you move one step closer towards your goal and help you with publishing your future book. Hopefully make sure you share this episode.
0: See ya. Bye guys.